Welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, gizmos, and games. I love gizmos. Beep boop, beep boop, beep boop. Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers. Stay informed, stay connected with WMAY. It is Computers Internet, BOH Computers, 217-629-7970 for any tech issues, problems, questions. You broke something, you need help with some updates, killed your computer, whatever it is, Bull can help you with that today. Good morning, sir. Good morning, guys. How are we doing today? It is a fun-filled Saturday morning, uh, rainy, wet. Um, if you're working on computers, get a game at home, today would be a great day for any of that. Uh, I will be at BLH yep. to help you with any issues that you may if, have. If it's pouring down rain and you want to recycle stuff, come see yep. Bowl because that's usually seems what we will, happens. We will uh, temporarily disband our recycling if we see any kind of lightning, but uh, as you well other should. Other than that, yep, feel free to bring any recycling to us. Speaking of water, so funny story. I've been been on vacation the last two weeks. Yep, which was great. We had a yes. good time with Dave uh, and yep, uh, Kyle. I, I kind of filled I'm, in for you. <laughs> so glad things went well, uh, and and it's nice nice time away. And I, of course, I always pay attention to technology and different things when I'm in places. It's, it's just a habit. Yeah, it's just something it's that because you're you in know, that in that thing. So just generally um, looking through things and see something that interests you. I love, and I've talked about on the air on this show and others. I'm a big Disney person. We got to go visit Hollywood Studios one of the days we were over there, and was just telling you guys about the the Star Wars Rise a uh, Rise of Resistance ride. Sounds really cool. The technology in that yeah. is phenomenal, and just the the show staging at different levels. But they've gone; their new ride vehicles are completely trackless. Yeah, it is a program thing and they move all over i mean it's not like okay you go in this room and go this one way it all of a sudden you may go forward six feet and then swing 90 degrees to the left just slide sideways that way or slide around and it's all driven by ai right yep. Yep. it is uh they, they do some programming but it's all ai and and it's so cool That's to cool. see those kind of things and just trying to figure out even just how they did some of the visuals in this ride because it it's animatronics it's video it's all these different things combined like the stormtroopers one point are shooting over my shoulder and i see it and then you see it hit the wall and leave a mark and and just just some of those those you almost swear things. you feel like it yeah. was right by your shoulder um one that point we're in an elevator trying to shot. escape and kylo <laughs> ren's lightsaber comes through the ceiling about halfway down the somebody the screams thing. and gets down because they think uh, it's... pretty much uh so just those kind of things it's so neat to see that kind of technology and the, uh, the per, some of the projection technology they use on characters and that for things. And then the other interesting piece was uh, a day or two later, was just chilling uh, by the pool, uh, chilling in the pool, actually, and uh, was doing some things and popped out to the edge and laid my hand on my hip. And what uh -oh. did I feel? Uh -oh. Your phone. My phone was ah. in my pocket. Oh, no. Oh, no. I had been in the pool over 30 minutes because I knew about the time it came in. Hit the power button, just like okay, we'll see what lights up, phone no lights way. up, and it, and yep. I'd been, no I had been I just been chilling on the the deep end of the pool. I mean, just hanging off the edge like you do up to my shoulders in the water, so less than three feet down, but over a half an hour in there. So immediately jump out of the pool, pull the case off, get all the water, check it. The only thing I have on my phone is there's an alert that says there is moisture in the charging port. Do not mm -hmm. plug. It says do not plug it in. You we recommend using wireless charging. Wow. That's okay. Nice. Yeah. So I take it inside. had a little, uh, like, 
tabletop box fan angled at that so it could blow into the charging port. Very nice. The Note 20 also has the pen, so I pulled that out, blew all the water out of the – because I think that the that holder is just sealed, but blew got all the water out of there, let it sit for a couple hours, made sure the warning for the do not charge went away, plugged it in. I have not had a single issue with the phone. Man, that is fantastic. I got very lucky. One thing about about Samsung's, and I didn't look up the rating on Apple's, is Samsung has a IP68 rating for both for dirt, dust, and water resistance. The eight is what's actually the water. This part. is part of what makes them so difficult for us to repair. Actually, yes. Uh, the uh, the eight signify, or sorry, that yeah, eight second number uh, signifies the phone's ability to remain functional. While and I and I love how they this is right from Samsung while interacting with water, <laughs> while <Wow>. interact, <laughs> you know, having a conversation with or maybe having tea or something. Yes, the highest score that you that they actually rate for anything waterproof like that is a nine. So being an eight, this was an they eight. said wow. no yeah, phone, that's really high. No phone has ever gotten a nine rating of any phone that's out. So uh, the the eight rating indicates that it can be submerged up to. 4.92 feet or 1.5 meters in fresh water. So thankfully you didn't dive. Yes, uh, up to 30 minutes. Uh, you don't want to watch me dive anyway. <laughs> this is up to 30 minutes and emerge unharmed. Samsung lets it air dry uh, to avoid any problems, and that's what I did. But the um, part of this rating, too, is a couple things. Is water resistant. No phone. Nothing like that will be waterproof. Yeah. It resistant, but it has stuff sealed in there and it's sealed in such a way to, to to give it that resistance and that's why it makes that that level eight score the other piece is is that this r- rating is for fresh water because i was and that near the ocean water there is a difference yes. yep. so had i have taken that phone in the ocean with me it would have been wrecked yep, that would because been the salt water even if it didn't get in the case itself just the charging port it would have completely yep. corroded that it would so, have left yeah. residual salts from yep. the water in there so even drying it as best as you could yeah so i yep. could have probably continued to wirelessly charge it but it would have wrecked and samsung would not have covered any Man. only if you had their super care plan which I'm careful enough with my phone has, yeah. normally. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. It's a twelve dollar. Yeah, it's probably month. the first time that that's happened yeah. in like I don't know a decade or two. I don't remember the last time I jumped into a body of water with my phone on me. And I'm going to knock on wood right now because watch, it's going to happen now that I've yeah. And I even it, pulled. I pulled my smartwatch right, off. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything. Time soon. <laughs> pulled my smartwatch off, put it on the table uh, before I got in the pool, and and just thought I'd pulled my phone out of my pocket and didn't. Yep. But uh, thankfully well, that these things are sealed the way that they are. That is what makes them so difficult for us to repair because we. Can't can't guarantee that we can seal them the exact same way it could potentially get water damaged at that point uh water the biggest reason why it damages phones is anything that's in the water is that doesn't get removed like the salt or uh if electricity gets somewhere that it's not supposed to get or if it mm-hmm. washes away any of the like uh the thermal paste or like the heating pads or anything like that those are the real main issues so if you get your phone wet and you're able to completely power it down and do what you did, which is blow a fan on it and ensure that it's completely fully dry, uh, that's why people recommend putting it into a thing of rice because rice absorbs moisture out of things. Um, and yeah, like you, you said, get the, all the water out, and you can I and you salvage it. I trusted it because it, everything seemed to be functioning, so I never actually shut it down. I just yeah. put it in front of the fan to to dry those ports. And like I say, I've I've now been home. Uh, that happened last Thursday. 
a week past, and I, I have I mean, not if noticed. If it's no longer giving you a, the sensor is no longer being active, saying there's water inside the charging port or yep, in the phone. It, it went away yeah. about 30 minutes yeah. after I stuck it in front of a, a fan, and I angled it just right. I mean, it was blowing right in the port, so it didn't take long to dry. It, it. might have even washed. Uh, a lot of people get lint or <laughs> hair Cleaned inside yeah. the, the yes. charging port, so it could have very well cleaned that out for you. That would be funny. Yeah, it actually, it actually made the phone cleaner than it was. Well, what so, kind of case did you have on it? Um, just a like basic. A- uh, it's a UAG case. It's more for for drops. It, yeah. it won't protect against. water I have a very standard just rubber case. But, nothing yeah. super crazy. I do have a, a glass uh, cover cover on it too. But yeah, I used to, and I didn't screen. like those, so I pulled it off. But yeah, it's just enough that the the corners and stuff are higher. So if yep. I drop it, it doesn't break the screen. Except I did notice when I pulled it apart. Took the case off to make sure I got water because I knew there was water between the case and the back. At some point, I did must have dropped it because I never pulled the case off. And near the camera on the side, I've actually cracked it just a little bit right. It doesn't affect anything. I mean, it's it's a a surface kind of crack. It's weird where it's at. But again, doesn't affect anything, and and the case is still doing its job. So these things are a lot more durable than they were in the previous years. Yeah. I mean, they learned. Oh. We learned a lot from these things being a thousand dollars and just breaking Gorilla it Glass the first. and different things. They really think it's Samsung was the first to get the Gorilla Glass yep, and the newer so models coming out. So yeah, and I then Apple's the like, look what this thing that nobody's ever seen before. It is Computers Internet, BOH Computers, 217-629-7970, the phone number. Any tech issues, problems, questions you have? Uh, Tease just before the break there, the Oculus Quest 2. If you have one of those, there is a, a recall slash we'll replace some things for you. They say it's a small percentage of them uh, having this problem, which I call BS. But the, <laughs> the foam that is in around... What it what pushes up against your face or causing causing skin irritation in some people. So if you go out to the support page for Oculus and they should have it on blasted on their front page, you can request a silicone cover, and then you go through the whole process. You get you need your serial number. Uh, you'll have to use your your you sign into your account, do a couple other things, uh, or from your app, whatever. But then uh, they will send you that silicone cover. But, yeah, some of the pictures I saw online when this came out the other day, I mean, people welts like on their cheeks and stuff. I mean, yeah, it looked bad. These aren't just people playing for hours on end either. These are some people playing for 10 to 30 minutes. Yeah. And you should be able to play that long without having your skin irritated. Yes. Yeah. These are very high – uh, high-powered pieces of equipment that they used very cheap parts for. So mm-hmm. uh, that's one of people's biggest complaints is the area around the face mask is very itchy. It makes you very sweaty. Um, the strap that goes around the back of your head is known to break as well. So they were offering replacements for that. They said that the devices going out in the future, they're just going to change the box to add that silicone replacement. And as they should. All of them going forward. Yeah. So they're at least taking care of it, but yeah, these are they are take, they are selling these at a loss. So they're trying to minimize that loss by using relatively uh-huh. cheap, uh, just some materials in them. Others are very high powered, but um, yeah, they they they're good pieces of equipment. They just have issues. And and again, when you you mass produce something, especially like that, yep. and and people really start because you can test some of this stuff all you want, but when you really get heavy use and you have kids of all ages, adults. Yep. Putting them on, taking them off, all that stuff, and and then with yeah, certain foams react to, with people's skin. 
Tesla, uh, yeah. you, you've got a little <laughs> bit of story of that. getting yeah. uh, things out to the masses and having things tested that they weren't quite tested as well before. I was reading an article about some uh, Teslas are having issues with the autopilot automatically slowing the car down if you are facing towards a full moon. And do you oh, know no. why? It sees the full moon as a yellow light. Yes. So it automatically wow. starts to slow down. And it had me thinking, I wonder what would happen if it was a blood moon. If the moon was mostly say, like a reddish orange, you can't pull your tube. car out of your you driveway. You literally can't drive west because the car will see it as a red light and just stop for you. Well, last night we were at bike night and uh, it was a red moon. We were seeing yep. the, seeing the red moon. So yeah, that would be interesting. Can't go on vacation <laughs> you because on, yeah. you can't drive west because that's where the moon is at and it's red and your Tesla will. And there's multiple videos yeah. of this on on Twitter and that showing drivers of the car showing it doing it. Yep. And in, in some cases, and, and I, because I wanted to find a few more details, the uh, other things that have fooled the the uh, car to think it was either a yellow or red light. Uh, one, it was a truck hauling traffic lights. Oh, the wow. sun oh, hit no. the red light. That's like, really funny, it. actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, would also the uh, um, another one back in April, Tesla o- owner noticed his car would come to a full stop at the same spot in the middle of a road. The video he posted showed the vehicle mistaking an image of a stop sign on a billboard. For the real thing. Oh man. Oh wow. Um, the other see that 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 seems like it's it senses way too far away. I know you're trying to yeah see down the road if there's a stop sign coming to you or not, but a stop sign on a billboard that seems really far away and high up in the air. So how? You, yeah, you would think there would be like a certain like yeah. level. You don't you know, mount you stop want... signs sixty yeah. feet in the air. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. and if if this billboard is you know with the horizon, how far away is it? Right. So I mean, the the other one was great, and even this other company uh, jumped on it. Was uh, in April of 2021, Tesla owner posted a video of his car mistaking a Burger King sign for a stop sign. He said the car would begin to slow down. On the 40-mile-hour road before realizing there's no stop sign and then carrying on. After Burger King saw this this tweet, because I'm assuming they were tagged in it, and by the way, Tesla fixed it with a software update, they offered a free Whopper to any Tesla owner whose car accidentally stopped at a Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> so, on a Tesla, no, get a free Whopper. I am not okay like with that. this advertising. <laughs> I've got to put my foot down right now. I will not be given free food to have my car automatically stop at a restaurant. It is not okay. Don't get into that. Uh, yeah, because you'll start having mad, you'll, <laughs> you'll start having fast food restaurants. Hey, we'll pay Tesla this much. Literally, yeah. And I and I just missed it. Of course, part of it I was out half of July on a vacation. Uh, I'm not surprised that Tesla has now gone this way because everybody's going this direction. But in July, the instead of paying the ten thousand dollar for the the full self driving option, you can spend ninety nine dollars a month. Yep. As a subscription service for self-driving. I shouldn't what? have to have a subscription service for my car. I mean, and you're buying what? this. You buy, you buy Tesla for all the nifty features. You don't right. buy it because they're the highest name brand cars on the market. You buy them because they're innovative, because they come with all these really cool technologies and features. But I own the car. You should, yeah, you should be able to. to. Yeah, you shouldn't have to pay a subscription yep. for, for yeah. something you already for own. For $3 a yeah. month, you can roll down the windows. Yeah. Uh, See, I, I feel like back it up. 
I can feel my blood start to boil because it feels like this is the actual route that we're heading down. I mean, they are well, charging a subscription for you. It was the auto driving feature. Is that what you said? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Instead of paying ten grand for it just to be unlocked, now you can pay $99 a month and it's a subscription service. Or you could probably get, I don't know, some kind of overseas hacker to figure out some kind of software that you can illegally download <laughs> and it, install. Or it bricks your car it and you can never drive well it again. It your car, yep. These are it's, the sort of right to repair things that we keep and talking about. And that's what about. I was about to say. Say is is right you the same thing and, and Brian and we, all of us have mentioned it before is app that we could see Apple saying you'll never own your phone it's always no. a lease so then you can't do right to repair that I could see Tesla or somebody going you know what we're we're not going yeah. to sell here's the monthly payment for the car that you never own will car owners go for that. I mean, some people I know lease cars all the time. They never own one, but that I mean, seems like a just, risk to if take. If you could just lease a car that will automatically drive you anywhere you want to go, I yeah. can see people definitely biting on that. And if it comes I, with, with their version of, of Apple Care, for lack of a better the word. The catch is, if your route happens to cross a Burger King, you yes. will automatically <laughs> stop. stop and get your free Whopper. But, but, part, of, but part of your <laughs> monthly subscription, you get three three Whoppers a month. So. Hi, I'm here for the Tesla meal. <laughs> yeah, you, they dictate what oh, you can my order. Goodness. Yeah, you don't yeah. even have to order anymore. The car will do it for you. It yeah. pulls up, it senses where you're at, it knows sends your the favorite. mobile order ahead of time. You just you've right logged in into your it. account, you've asked Hi, answered Tesla. your questionnaire, <laughs> so it knows what your favorite foods are. There's a new burger out that you might enjoy, so it's going to go ahead and automatically order that for you. It pops up on the screen. Would you like onions? Would you like? Yeah, it's going to get. It'll get crazy. It's yeah. what's what's going to happen. Uh, just. Uh, it's uh, um, it's never dull with with technology. Yeah, technology. Welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets. Go, go, gadget phone. Gizmos and games. Shall we play a game? Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers. Stay informed, stay connected with WMAY. Yes, go, go, gadget phone is 217 Seven nine seven diving into the yes. pool, yes. but, not, but not the ocean. <laughs> not the ocean. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if Inspector Gadget's phone would have worked well underwater. No, that was like the nineties or well, maybe eighties and nineties. Yeah. Because 90s, when yeah. when his phone would come out of his, I think came out of his hat. It wasn't like an old receiver, like. Uh, for a home phone, it wasn't even like some I think futuristic. It his, I think thing. it was his hand, and he had the antenna come out of his. That's hand, right. I remember. Yeah, but yeah. he still had the big antenna that raised up yep. like three foot. But but on those phones, you always got great signal when you pull the <laughs> yeah. antenna, and then you could pull the back off and make that put that fancy sticker on that would supposedly boost it even more. This is an interesting one. None of us get to to do, enjoy this particular thing, but uh, they this is people working from home in the the new techno technology age. 45% of Americans telework from the couch. 20% sit outside on their patios Plus or whatever nice. work if the weather's good. <laughs> and and this is this is Do the one. bird chirping in here? Yes. I've had that a few times that I've been on Zoom meetings and people. Yes, I'm camping. I can, yeah, I can <laughs> the tell they're right outside. <laughs> and 38% work from their bed. It's pretty nice. But, man, I... How do I get one of those gigs? Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't do hardware support for my bed. I think you have bed. to apply online. You have to do all of it online. So There's actually a gentleman who creates useless products. Like, that's his whole MO is he wants to create useless products. And he created a... Uh, 
it was a little device that sits in front of your webcam and it just covers up your chest and your arms and it makes it look as if you have a shirt on so that you can do these <laughs> zoom meetings being from bed yeah from, from bed. bed without having clothes on but it looks like you have a suit and it just it looks terrible just don't it's get just up. so funny yeah <laughs> you just don't yeah you can't it's it's stationary too so you can't really like move too far one way or another because it just it looks yes. so awful. It's like, you know what? Just turn your camera off and do audio. But uh, these even... are the links that people will go to. Oh, God, like, yeah. They'll post a picture in front of, they'll just tape a picture in front of their webcam that makes it look like they're sitting there with a cup of coffee or something. And if it falls, you can see them sleeping in bed. Yeah, <laughs> people try off and, a little bit. People <laughs> try and che- uh, cheat these Zoom mm-hmm. work meetings as often as possible. And I think in the next coming months, you'll see more things that'll say, here's how you do your workstation from bed with whatever this this mount that slides between the mattress and the box spring that'll hold the computer and all this crazy stuff. And oh, here's a light to brighten you up. I mean, you I make, expect you, to see that all really shortly. You only have to clean up and make like very uh, presentable, what, three feet of space, just however much behind you the camera And in some of them, you can do the, the make, um, make the background fuzzy. Yep. So... I don't know if, if you're right against the headboard how well that'll do, but but yeah, thirty eight percent work from bed or something. Yeah, God sake. Get up, get dressed, aid. get our coffee, go into work. I will be at BLH Computers. I will be there to answer phone calls or questions, or if you have any recycling help with computer repair issues. Uh, Bull will not be in his pajamas. Nope, nope. <laughs> I will be dressed. Um, so Russia had a little software glitch. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, this was the day before yesterday. Uh, they had sent a new uh, piece uh, uh, oh, up to yep. the space station, and due to a software glitch, it fired the engines and moved yeah. the whole International Space Station, basically Ooh. pitched I think it, it was sideways. rotating it a little bit, yep. Yeah, they Oops. gave it, uh, it was 45 degrees off track. They actually called it a spacecraft emergency. They they had to f- then fire other jets on the ISS to, to get it back yep. the other way and then get the Russians to turn off the ones on yep. on their thing and they said if it had come down to it being bad enough and it pushed it out the crew was ready to jump in the uh, the SpaceX capsule and leave and i mean this is the kind of stuff where these are typically written by the people who are going up to the space station and doing this stuff so the code for it is not easy to go through and figure out where you made the mistake at did you put a decimal point in the wrong spot did you put a 1 instead of a 0 I mean, it's yeah, and and when you could could theoretically lose the entire yep. space station because of, of a software very failure. minor one minor one line, you yep. know, one yeah. line of code, yep. Yep. One line it of could code. even be yeah, one digit just in the wrong space. You accidentally hit enter instead of tab or something, and just. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, so boy. speaking of code and stuff, I did yes. want to speak a little bit about, I was reading an article of a uh, professor in South Africa had patented an invention and credited the creator of the invention as AI. And it was the first time that anybody has tried to patent something created specifically by AI. It was an algorithm that they had written to test various materials. And it's literally something along the lines of, Plastic one has 5% grip and plastic two has 6% grip. So they figured out that there was a new container for food that we could create that has a better grip and better heat transfer so that you can actually store things in it that would retain their heat better by, Mm -hmm. you know, just a couple relative percents. But uh, I think this opens up the door to all kinds of issues with creating uh, components and then creating or giving AI the credit for these. What if this plastic component actually ends up causing cancer in all kinds of people? Who can those people seek for any kind of relief? Would we sue the AI or would you sue the creator of the AI? That's – yeah, those are some of the very, very interesting legal 
hoops that you, that you're going to have yeah. to sort out is yeah is does this guy own the AI that he programmed or is it a is the AI is it sentient by itself? Um, yeah exactly if the AI creates other things we're also talking it could if you implement this sort of thing in uh, like airplanes it could be focused solely on saving as much money as it can so it creates one percent safety difference. Well, that causes airplanes to crash. Mm -hmm. But it saved $100,000, so do you sue the people who implemented the AI, or is the AI the creator of the safety components? So. Yeah, and, and those are some of the just crazy things that, that as we get, especially if you get these, these quote-unquote thinking machines, yep. is, okay, who's... At the end of the day, who's truly responsible? Is for Jeff him? Bezos the person <laughs> who came up with Amazon, or is his algorithm to properly store items and get them transferred in the shortest amount of time? Mm -hmm. Is that actually responsible for creating the billions of dollars of wealth that Amazon has amassed? Be something that I wouldn't think about. You know, yep. I, w I would never. I don't think the average person would probably think about well, that. Well, I mean, are so many of the the even the, the digital rights and digital privacy laws are so out of date because they cannot keep up with how things yeah. function. And it's the the court sometimes the courts have to to go in and say, "Yeah, this is out of date. This is what it should be or yeah. some some smart electric uh, like people from the Electronic Frontier Foundation or others have to start pushing to get yeah. things fixed." I think a lot of people worry about AI going towards the routes of Skynet and yep. uh, you know Terminator. Um, this is one of those avenues that gives AI more of a, more of an actual chance. It gives it more of an entity, so to speak, where if it actually has legal rights, legal repercussions, I don't, I don't think that that's necessarily a good thing. I think that the AI should be linked to whoever creates it, whoever implements you know, it. Just watched a movie recently, and that, that was kind of a question is uh, iRobot. Yep. Uh, he, you're he, not a human person can't be a murderer so oops yeah just moving on yep. i mean just those kind of weird things speaking of amazon that's too, good that's a good one that shows the fallacy of the ai and yep. trying to give it sentience with the three laws of robotics and how they can uh, intersect with each other and you can get one to override the other yeah i mean uh, ai is simply just code so if you can overload code and tell it to do multiple things uh you can confuse it you can get it to do stuff that it's not supposed to do yeah, it's it's the self-learning machines that yep. you eventually have to worry about, and and it's sad thing is, or scary thing is, that's going to happen eventually. Yeah, people are it's, actively it's not trying. If it's when. Yeah, people are actively trying to create these things. We are definitely uh, making these things much more powerful. The more that we mess with, uh, what is it, DeepMind? I think is what it is. Yeah, the deep learning uh, software, um, that kind of stuff. The deep fakes, where we can do the facial recognition, teaching computers how to recognize this stuff it's mm -hmm. just it's going to be one of our major downfalls and a, a side note on the deep fake thing just because I, I find it cool is uh if you're a fan of star wars and that after they did the the last episode of the mandalorian i, I don't want to ruin it to you but somebody showed up they had to do it via wasn't exactly a deep fake they de-aged an actor to to bring in the role well some a, a youtuber who knows how to do that yep. stuff well tweaked some other videos some other things well lucas Arts Lucasfilm saw hired that yep. and just hired him the other day, just from his seeing his work on YouTube and the quality he yep. did. And that's some guy just sitting at and his he house did better for than fun. what Lucas Arts oh. Lucasfilms <laughs> did crazy. on their own. Yep. It's just a combination of if he has the proper technology to be able to do these things and if he's meticulous enough to sit there and go pixel by pixel, atom by atom, yep. whatever it is, frame by frame to actually copy your face over, make the sound quality almost immaculate. 
Um, let's see, what was it? I was reading about, uh, I'm going to mess it up. I'm sorry. There was somebody who has passed. I'm not sure. I don't remember exactly who it was, but they, we did a, uh, there was a movie and they did a narration intro to it where this person had never read these words in this mm -hmm. paragraph. But since we have enough recordings of them, we were able to create them. And again, just are we taking celebrities who have passed and using uh, their voices, their likenesses, their actions and moving, taking them forward where they can't get any kind of credit or and some of that is, it. works back to in the case of of lucas films and that is when they did it with um carrie fisher yep he lucas, lucas yep. owns the her rights so he owns while her he got, image yes I well mean, he got permission from the family to do it he could have he didn't even have to but yeah you're right in other cases she had passed before the star wars movie i think it even began filming if i remember correctly. Uh, yeah or she passed um, in the middle Ro it was of it, rogue one and yeah, they superimposed her into some of the final scenes. Yep, and and it's that stuff will continue, and and yeah, how you navigate it from the who gets paid, and and some of it would go yep. back to the it's, estate. It's I mean, fine it's, if it's Hollywood if we're watching yeah. these things for movies, but when it's people start implementing it for like, here's real footage of so and so beating up so and so, and it's like that person was in Rome that day. They weren't even right remotely close, but. We have uh, we have video footage of it. It's it gets well, and and it was and, funny too because uh, uh, a few three or four weeks ago, I was at uh, a wedding up in Iowa for the weekend, and a big group of us had gotten together and they were going through some really old photos. Well, I found an app um, because I was trying to find a nice way because they're trying to get them scanned or, or turned digitally to make it easy, and I came across uh, an an app called My Heritage, and it's huh. creepy as hell. They, I had a, a one of the black and white, just like a headshot of, of one of the people that had died in like the 30s, took a picture of that, put it in my heritage. It animated the photo. Yeah, that's And crazy. made it look like. They were talking or uh, something. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it, yeah it basically, the, the eyes moved like the, the, it blinked. And this is coming from a single image. This yes. is coming wow. from a single still the, image from, like you said, like the 1930s or something along those lines. So, so I'm I'm showing yeah, both. So, that's just crazy. This is from uh, actually my father-in-law as a kid, but it's the head moves, the eyes blink. Um, it, it is absolutely creepy. Um, that how our, it does. Our computers it. are able to take a picture and realize how much space there is between the head and the back of the wall. Able to turn it so that the shadows still look relatively realistic. I mean, yeah, the shadow, the textures, the tones on the faces are all changing as the person's turning their face and blinking, blinking. and so, yeah, smiling. So if if you want to see somebody move that's been dead, I mean, you could take a, a picture of of Lincoln or whatever, and this app will do it. And this is a free app you can download. Imagine what you what you're doing or what people are doing with high end computers. Well, it I, is insane. I know people have hired people to recreate their loved ones in VR spaces so that yep. you can go into this environment and speak with your mother or whoever has passed. And that's a Black Mirror episode in and of itself. Uh huh. It, <laughs> it but it's a little creepy to me. <laughs> yeah, and it. it Computers 217-629-7970. Just a little bit of time left. If you have any tech issues, problems, questions, uh, Amazon got fined $887 million over in Europe for violating data privacy rules. Gee, that's nothing new. Which is massively more than what they've been fined here in the U.S. 
Yeah, uh, because Europe has much better rules for that stuff yeah. than we do. And come to find yeah. out, obviously this fine isn't backbreaking to them. It's not God, supposed no. to be bra- backbreaking. Uh, look, to they them. just made that money back. Yeah, it's not supposed to be. It's not supposed to shut a company down. But if they were to be fined, the maximum this fine can get four percent of their GDP from I think it was last year. Mm-hmm. That's fourteen billion dollars. They could have been fined fourteen billion dollars, and that is four percent. And of Jeff would have just written a check. Go, last, yep, here you go. Last year, <laughs> last year, that is a mind-blowing amount of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Uh, it, yeah, the the amount of time you start calculating down to the minute, yep. and it's still crazy. And it's actually of money. crazy to to think about. Most of his money doesn't come from Amazon sales, as far as their marketplace goes. Most of it comes from the Amazon web service that he offers. Yep. He has server or servers just set up to offer host web pages for. All kinds of stuff. I mean, these they're one of the biggest web servers oh, yeah. out there. It's its crazy where you start looking to see yeah. where the money actually comes from. If you have older Android devices running the gingerbread and lower uh, Android, which is, which I love is the older. the names of yeah. some yeah. of these OSs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apple's um, pretty good about some of them, too. Basically, Google saying due to security, you're not going to be able to sign into them after September 27th. Yeah. So the phone might function perfectly fine, but security issues with the software – they will uh, plan obsolescence it. Like, yeah, you won't be able to use Gmail on it. Any any Google apps you're not going to be able to use. So if you have any of those kind of things, uh, and you can go in and look and see what the version of your Android is. I mean, that's fairly old-ish, yeah, if I remember. Um, and it does have to do with if most companies, most uh, web services, most phone services are on the same, you know, the same up-to-date stuff. If yours is too far behind and it's not going to securely connect to these devices, yeah, that's not necessarily planned obsolescence. That's just it's too old to keep up with the current market. So and phones are ever changing. Too. Yeah, that's that's part of it. It seems like you buy a phone today, you know, six months down the road, seven months down the road, it seems to be obsolete i do think we're starting to finally hit uh, a plateau with this where phones can't really improve too terribly much more they're trying to get the folding ones they're trying to come up with rolling phones i think that's more of a gimmick the biggest push i think on a lot of them is is what can we get the cameras up to the crazy ass megapixel level because i think mine is is 108 or 120 megapixels and you know now that i'm a father of two that's pretty important to me i'm not gonna lie a a decent high quality decent camera is is fine but when you get a up to that megapixel that's if you want to blow those things up yeah. poster size in that i'm not trying to take a you know yeah. one mile two mile away photo i'm not trying to take something that is a thousand megapixels or anything right i mean so so yeah well good for up close stuff is fine but yeah unless you're wanting to get your kids in a field next door and then blow it up to make <laughs> yeah. it look cool um so this i i found was, was kind of an interesting thing and and it becomes you probably hear about it in in your support uh, role bowl, and I have forever, and I still get complained, yells about it at me f- to this day. Is we get people calling for, hey, this isn't working, or this is acting weird, and the first question I ask them, have you be- have you rebooted it? Yeah. And if the answer is no, please do Just it. Start there. Or yep. you ask, yep. oh yeah, I already did, but then you remote in and look, and they haven't in yep. a year. Sleep um, mode or hibernation is not the same as rebooting no. either. So just go ahead and but, power it down, power it back on. Yes. And but, this goes for your phones and tablets as well. Ex- well, and and your phones. Funny you mentioned that one. The NSA issued a best practice guide for mobile device security last year, and it's it's now become more because it, it came up in a, a Senate intelligence hearing. NSA recommends for any mobile device security 
recommends rebooting a phone, tablet, whatever, every week as a way to stop hacking. It's pretty good advice. Uh, and and I have my cell phone one because it's it's like a computer. Yeah, as you is. use, you have RAM. Yeah. As you yeah. use stuff, it eats that RAM up. And if you don't reboot, doesn't it doesn't clear get it free. Out. Right, doesn't yep. clear I, my phone is automated. I think it's like 2 a.m. Saturday morning. It reboots the phone every single week. But the uh, the NSA researcher, uh, security expert, said that uh, um, by doing those reboots, it it stops hackers to gain access to mobile devices, and they call it the the zero click exploits without. Uh, users having to do any kind of interaction but it's crazy that something so simple can stop something and just disconnect big. everything that's connected to it currently and then when it restarts it goes through setting up the automatic connections and yeah if it's if somebody who's not supposed to have access to it isn't automatically set to connect to it then they're not going to and i think sometimes too you don't think about restarting your yeah. phone you just you're having it you're using it and you just don't think i mean it's if, if it's fully charged yeah it does, does need to power down why would you power down well this is one of the reasons why you should yeah. i didn't realize every week was a recommended amount of time so that's yep. good now you'll get in your yep. phone and set that up and, and most yep. android phones i know apple offers it you can go into your settings and, yeah. and do a choose when you want to do a reboot cool. i think even as part of my initial setting up of my phone it asked because it said we recommend this phone re- be rebooted once often. a week yeah. when do you want to schedule it and I'm always asleep, you know, Sunday yeah. going into Monday morning, 3 a.m. to 5 Occasionally, I'll, like that. It, yeah, if I'm not sleeping well, I'll hear it vibrate on the nightstand, yeah. and then the when screen's it, like, bright on. for a minute, yeah. yeah, when it when it powers back up. but uh, I'll probably go through mine and my wife's and set them both to automatically restart at a time then. So, yeah, as a, as a thing, again, like I said, uh, just like any computer, you know it gets slowed after a while. I've had a lot, especially with more people coming back to the office where they've been yeah. remoting in. The computer's been up for a year or more. Yeah, and they wonder why it's slow. Why well, need you to reboot? <laughs> no, I don't have the time. Yes, just, you do. I said if you don't. Yeah. I said if you don't, we're not supporting you any further until you do. They don't like that answer. And sometimes well, the updates sometimes don't install do. properly too. If yep, you until yep. reboot, until you reboot, so it causes uh, more issues down the road. Logitech said their sales are up sixty six percent because of the more work from home activity. Yep, not surprised. Makes sense. But that's our, also if you can find webcams. some of that stuff. Yeah, we're yeah, sell- webcams. Are we still do have ridiculous. webcams. I believe they're thirty dollars each. We have them available for sale. They are the USB ones, so they'll just sit on your monitor or on your shelf. But we do have some of those available. We have plenty of laptops with webcams available in them. We will never not Zoom or meet yep. virtually. I mean, yeah, you'll have more people in a room now, but you're still going to always have. Some kind of virtual, virtual connection. That you yeah, didn't it's just before. W- this past year showed just not only how easy it is, but how convenient it is for these sort of things. So some of those meetings you get into where they should have been an email, well now they can be an email that is also a voice conf- or a video conference if absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. You don't have to get dressed and you don't have to go to work. As we get close to uh, people going back to school, buying computers for them, be careful if you're buying the M1 MacBook Air and MacBook Pro. These screens crack very easily. A lot of users are reporting that. I'm not a – and I will say I am not a fan of college students getting MacBooks, especially unless they're doing something that needs it because it's way too much money. You can do a lot else with any other Windows computer. You can come and see.